bring them out, bring them out, bring them out, bring them out. Welcome into The Drive with A.D. and Raph. Former Husker football national champion, speaker, and author, Aaron Davis. Nebraska will win the national championship. The Cornesters beat Miami. It is history, 13-0, and bring that trophy back to Lincoln. Former Arena Football League quarterback, former head coach of the Capital City Crush, and guru of Husker football history, Chris Rapp. 25 straight wins for the Cornhuskers. One of the most dominating stretches college football history we may have seen one of the best teams in the history of college football tonight brought to you by sand hills global on 93.7 the ticket and the ticket all right everyone we're back this is the drive on 93.7 the ticket and before we touch upon casey thompson's comments yesterday i just got to let everybody know that the drive with ad and raf is sponsored by sand hills global sand hills global is looking to fill hundreds of new openings in sales traveling support software development web design and more career and intern- internship opportunities are available at the global headquarters in lincoln so apply today at sandhills.jobs once again apply today at sandhills.jobs and thanks again to sand hills global for sponsoring the drive so ad what'd you think about casey thompson there you know, I had to process that, man, because I literally, you know, I'm interested to see what you guys think and also what the people think that are listening. That dude sounded like a freaking offensive coordinator talking. I mean, dude, I'm, I'm serious. I have, I'm going to take that back. Not what I said about him. Probably the last quarterback that I can remember, and obviously I'm going to sound biased here, that I can remember talking like that before a game was T. Frey, was Frazier. And I'm obviously I'm biased because it was my roommate, one of my best buddies and teammate. But for a quarterback to know, and not saying the other ones didn't know it because they weren't asking the same question, but Casey Thompson literally gave us a uh, a synopsis of the entire Northwestern defense. It wasn't just saying that guy over there, that guy over there. I mean, he was talking about 100 meter times. <laughs> so you can tell this dude has done his due diligence. Tell, first of all, I heard he was studious even when he was at, at, at the other school. I don't even like the other school name. <laughs> but when he was at the other school, he was very studious when he was there. But to hear him break down, and not just players, but strengths, weaknesses, tendencies, etc., was awfully impressive. Um, I'm going to be more impressed uh, if they can go out and execute. You know, having intel is one thing, but action uh, is the other part. You have all the intelligence you want you know, when it comes before a game, but you got to go out and execute, you know. So I, I was thoroughly impressed with, uh, with him right now thus far. So very impressed. I liked it too that, like, he, knowing the defenses is half the battle. Like, if you know mm-hmm. if they're playing a cover four and you see that they're playing a cover one, knowing that and then – because basically the concepts of plays are designed to defeat defenses. So yes. So if he's able, if if he's able to make those pre-snap reads, and he and he knows that coming up to the line of scrimmage, he's probably going to know probably fifty, sixty percent of the time if he's throwing the ball where where his where his pre-snap reads are going and where he's going to with the ball. So that that right there that that is huge for a quarterback to know that. So yeah, it is. So and that and that that's got to make the that's got to make those receivers smile too. Because mm-hmm. they know they're, they're going, they're going to know it also whether they're hot or, or who's, who's 
you know, the primary on those plays. So I, I'm excited. Just when they asked that question, I fully, I fully expected them to just to give the normal, like, well, they're a good team. They're aggressive and they cover. They play physical. They play physical. Yeah. That's exactly what I thought we were going to get. I I will say this, like, like you said, AD, we heard in the past that this guy is a film junkie. And I told this to sip this morning. It's, it's relieving as a Husker fan, I think, after what everybody has gone through the last four years with whether you want to talk about transfers not panning out, recruits not panning out, and, and just things like that, it is relieving that something is coming to fruition. And yeah. that what we were yeah. told, we are able to see with our own eyes, right? Yeah. And I, I think there's that, it's re- extremely relieving. I think that's, that's the best word to, categorize, or to describe it is because we were we were told that this guy's a film junkie. We were told that this guy spends a lot of his free time in the film room and he actually he, he actually enjoys it and looks forward to it every day. And now we're starting to see it. We're, we're actually starting yeah. to see it. Yesterday was the first example that he's actually been able to tell us. And you're crazy if now in the future, the week of the Oklahoma game, a reporter is going is not going to ask, "Hey, what what, what do we need to know about Oklahoma?" And we're going to have the same exact like it's because this is a this will be a weekly soundbite that we're going to be able to get a thorough breakdown, not from a coach, but from your quarterback. And there's a relieving feeling knowing that at least one of the 11 guy, perhaps the most important guy of the 22 on the field that you're putting out on the field, perhaps the most important is extremely prepared. And and sit mentioned this earlier, guys. Yesterday, Casey said he doesn't get nervous. Well, why doesn't he get nervous? It's because he's extremely prepared. Yeah. If you yeah. go in knowing all the tendencies and and confident because you took two, three weeks to prepare, you're not going to be nervous because you know exactly how to handle everything that's going to be thrown at you. Obviously, you're going to be hit with adversity, but mm-hmm. you're going to be able, you're going to know how to respond to adversity. Number one, with through experience, but also number two, on weaknesses and strengths of the guys you're playing. You know, Nick, you have several good points there. And the one thing about nervousness, you know, I think sometimes when you're prepared, anticipation takes a, uh, a place of nervousness. That's I think I know both of those words can be synonymous, but I think when you're prepared like he is, anticipation, it, it does take place of nervousness. For instance, dude, I'm nervous. I'm like, I, I would say for me, there's when I go do a talk, and I don't care if it's a talk in front of you know several thousand or a couple hundred. And quite honestly, for me, speaking in front of a smaller crowd is tougher than a bigger crowd because it's more intimate. Bottom line being, if I prepared, I know that audience, I'm not scared. I'm nervous, but it's an anticipation. Like, you just can't. Yeah. You're, you're pumped. I would say a different word. And KC, and the thing about it, this, guys, he spoke with so much maturity. He's been in big stages before, man. It doesn't get much bigger than the Red River Shootout. The history, the tradition, the cupola. Obviously, you have Michigan versus Ohio State and uh, NU versus Oklahoma historically over years. But this kid, the lights are not going to blind him. You know, he's been in big games before, you know. Um, so I, I was I was fully impressed with his uh, his depth of knowledge, his width of knowledge, and just it was just a confidence that he speaks with that we haven't seen at quarterback. Again, that's not going on the guy last year. I, I, I mentioned St. Adrian. I, I Honestly, I think Adrian gets a raw deal at times, you know, for his performance here. But that dude, he, I'll say this without going there too far. It's not a knock on him, but it's, it's, it's going to be interesting to see a quarterback – uh, it just seems like decision-making at times may be at better at times in critical situations. Like I said, it's not a knock on, on 2 a.m. because he did a heck of a job for us from 
uh, the number of years he was here. But and he'll have, he'll change, have, change is always exciting. And he'll have a huge year down at Kansas State this year. I have no doubt about it. I hope he does. I no hope doubt. he does, man. I truly hope he does. But yeah, I, hope, I hope he does. And I hope that Nebraska fans don't look back upon that and be like, oh, he, he didn't do it while he was here. I don't think it'll be that he, he didn't do it while he was here because he, he put up great statistics and stuff like that. But I think Kansas State is also going to put him more in an offense suited to him and his and his throwing ability and his running ability. And it also helps to have a Heisman candidate in the backfield with you. Absolutely. Nick, let me ask you this, man. How long of a leash? We talked about this a little bit last week. How long of a leash does Casey have? Let's say Casey goes in. I'm just playing devil's advocate here. I'll yeah. play no, none of this happens. But let's say Casey is just not getting it done. How long of a leash do you give him if you're if you're the coach, Nick? I want the listeners to think about this too. If you're the head coach, how much of a leash do you? And as far as that goes, not just that quarterback, but I mean at running back as well. Those are two crucial positions that we've, in the past couple of years, have just haven't been consistent as they should have been, one reason or another. But why do you think that is? So at quarterback specifically, the leash. the leash. I don't think it's a number. I don't think it's a statistic or lack thereof a mm-hmm. putting up a statistic. Mm-hmm. I think it's a feeling. And I also don't know – now, this might this – might, I, I kind of want to walk through this, this conversation because I, I think when, <laughs> when, when, we, when, we, when we talk about this kind of thing, I don't know about you guys, but as we talk, I think of new ideas and new angles to look at it. So my initial thought is I hope it's more of a Mark Whipple decision. Mm. And the, the reason that I say that – is because if you are the guy that... Now, obviously, Scott Frost needs to have a say. I want Scott Frost to have a say in it. Mm-hmm. But I hope it's... I hope, number one, Mark Whipple's on board with it. And number two, I hope that Mark Whipple has quite a bit of his opinion valued in it as well. Because if if Scott Frost is truly handing over the keys, which, once again, yesterday, without being prompted, reiterated that he is... That he's handing it over, handing the offense over. So if if that's the case, then Mark Whipple spent more time with the quarterback specifically than possibly anybody else. He knows his quarterback's room better than anyone else. Scott Frost, when we talk about CEO th- things like that, we asked him about the running backs yesterday, and he immediately deflected to Brian Applewhite. If you want to know who the starter is, Brian Applewhite's the guy to talk to. And some people might look at that and go, oh, this is this is a head coach that doesn't know his team. And I look at it as the complete 180 look of it. This is a head coach that is taking more of an administrative type role, knows his personnel, understands his personnel, but also trusts the guys in charge of that of those rooms to do their job and get the guys ready to play mm-hmm. on Saturdays. That's the way I look at it rather than the this is a coach that doesn't know his personnel. So I guess in terms of a leash – it can't be a number. It has to be a gut feeling. And I guess what I was say, also saying to Mark Whipple, with him having value in this discussion, he's seen a lot of football. He's been a lot right. of places. And he can understand and he knows when a guy just doesn't have it. And why did Casey win the starting job? A big reason is experience. Experience right. is extremely valuable in playing and coaching. And Mark Whipple has as much as much experience as anybody on this staff, and so that's why I think I think it, it, it needs to be a lot of a Mark Whipple decision rather than a, a Scott Frost decision. Even what do you think, Ralph? I 
I believe it's got to be a flow of the game thing. I hope that they're not saying, all right, you're going to play two possessions and we're going to pull you and put you in for the next two possessions. I hope they go with – like, I'm fine if they play two quarterbacks. I'm fine if they play four running backs. I just want it to be during the flow of the game. I don't want it to be preset. Like, for instance, I do not want Gabe Irvin to go down the field, run the ball six times for 62 yards and score a touchdown, and then the next possession – and we got a new running back in the game. Mm-hmm. There was there was no method to the madness. Yeah, stick to your stick to your hot hand. For instance, with the quarterbacks, same thing goes there. It, we're not like Casey is the starting quarterback, but we're like we were talking about earlier. We've got to win this year. It's either we win or things change. There's drastic changes. So if he comes out in the first three possessions and he's clearly struggling, mm-hmm. you know, put. Um, Chubba. Put Chubba, put Chubba in the game. If if it works out, great. If not, it gives Casey a little bit of time to to watch the game and then put him back in the game. There, there's we're Nebraska's here to win football games. It's not it's not about we're attached to one quarterback. Like mm-hmm. I felt like in the past four years, it, it was always like put Logan in the game or put put him in just to, just just to let Adrian see the game, just see it from the outside. And then bring him back in. It it, yeah. it actually kind of worked when they had McCaffrey in that one game, and then they That's brought him true. back, and it just looked like he'd had a chance to watch the game from the outside looking in. I, I mean, you guys know this: the most important or the most uh, the fan favorite player on the team is the backup quarterback, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's the, that's the most important All day player. Long. Yeah, that's everybody's favorite player. So I guess. Like once, like like Raf said, don't just sub guys in and out just to say that you subbed guys in and out. Right. Right. Don't set right. that two possession. Like exactly, you can't. Like we had a message come in about what do you guys think of the second string quarterback should get first series of the second quarter scenario? Big Ten will demand more than one quarterback. Let's get two ready. I totally understand getting two ready, but I just don't want it to be set. Like if we're rolling with Casey, let's let's hammer down. Keep the foot on foot on the gas pedal. When we get up, say by twenty eight points. You heard me. Twenty-eight points. Then, that? all right, let's put <laughs> let's put Chubba in the game, and then Chubba can play. But let's not let's not go away from momentum. Let's not say, well, we promised two possessions. No promises here. We're we're playing flow of the game football. If if that if the if it, if the opportune time comes in to where Chubba has to come into the game, great. Do I also think that they're going to have packages for Logan? I think that there will be. Possibly where Logan comes in the game, maybe short yardage or something like that, just as a running quarterback. I, you know, as far as the leash thing goes, I'm just listening to both of you guys, you know, kind of give your input on it. I'm with you, Raffin, that I don't want it on a sheet that, okay, this guy's going to come at this time. I think it has to be a flow type thing. You know, you definitely got to go with the flow of something. Uh, it's like your uh, Raph. You mentioned your Broncos. There's that word again. Yeah, yeah. Uh, coordinator, that coordinator that keeps his play thing against his chest. Am I correct on that? Yep. Joe Collier. Kind of. Yeah. Collier just kind of goes by. Obviously not by osmosis, but he goes how he's feeling by the game. Steve Taylor had a good point uh, when he came on last week and told us there were a few times he got pulled in games for coaches to bring him to the side. To Coach Osborne, uh, just to get you know the settling down. And just get a different viewpoint. Sometimes it's good to pause. Yep. You know, and Nick, to your point, you're bringing in to, uh, to where situational type things, which I, I like that aspect too. What I don't want is I don't want musical chairs. 
Correct. You know, I, I want to see. I want to see who our starter is. And, and you know what? Here's the thing about this. I'll say this. I'll say this claim. If some guy outperforms another guy during practice that week, I have no problem with that person starting at any position. I don't care if it's quarterback, running back, receiver, uh, the other side of the ball, et cetera. And, and I like that because that's how it was back in the day. You know, it was it was you know your name was uh, was not on the depth chart in cement. It was with a dry erase marker or a chalk because yep. you know, that sucker could be erased at any given time. And I think in order to keep competition going and to let guys know you cannot relax, uh, it's like that old saying, man. Uh, the rents do every day when it comes to being a great football team. You know, you've got to be willing to come out there and pay the price every day. So I have no problem if that starter changes because if a guy's not getting the job done, he's not getting it done. And I think that's something that actually was our Achilles heel uh, in years past to where we would ride a guy no matter what he was doing on the field. We'd just, we just stay with it. And to me, uh, that can't happen again. That's not just to me. That's just a fact. That can't happen. You have to have guys. It's got to be next up mentality. Next up. Next up. Yep. That only can happen, though, if guys are prepared. And I think with the, uh, with the injection of the new blood that we have there, uh, I think that's going to be something that happens. And like I said, back in the day, there was someone that told former President Re- uh, Reagan, trust but verify. Mm-hmm. And I've said that a lot, Raph, on our old show on Wednesday nights, trust but verify. I trust these guys are being prepared. But verification comes on Saturday, and each Saturday here on out. I mean, uh, special teams in particular, obviously O-line, but all those key positions, man, I trust what's going on, what's taking place uh, is going to prepare us, but verification comes on Saturdays. I agree. I agree. All right, well, we will throw it to break, and we will be back again on The Drive on 93.7 The Ticket. This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 live stream workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops. Wendy's two for $6 lets you mix and match some of our best items, like Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs, medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich, spicy chicken with a Dave Single, Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, strawberry lemonade, if you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs, crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade, Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price of participation may vary at U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price.